Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Folks, football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. As your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag, that's B-E-T-O-L-I-N-E.ag, to receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts, and also bet online sponsors the Boss Man Show on your radio. Back on the Boss Man Show here with John Bueller from Fansided, covers ATL Sports, Braves, Hawks, Falcons, Georgia, Bulldogs, anything Georgia he has you covered. John, how things are going to today, man? Can't complain. Uh, all of my teams are doing good, you know, except the Braves. But, you know, it was a good season anyway. But we're going to talk about some Falcons today, aren't we? <laughs> yes. Hey, let's just keep it positive, man. The Falcons are three and three. And Who's knows could it be four and two except for a horrible pass interference uh, uh, for the passer call? Because you know, I told somebody, John Jerome Boger is from Atlanta, yeah. went to Morehouse and screwed the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that earlier. I'm like, oh, he's he's from here. I don't know if he I don't know if he'd come back this week. That was so bad. <laughs> yes. He still lives here. I'm like, you still you walking around Atlanta? I told you what you did. <laughs> you still live here. But like we needed some more Tom Brady pain. Like it's on un, it's unreal. <laughs> it is so unreal. And man, I, I gotta be honest with you, uh John. I didn't think this team was gonna win. This I thought it was gonna be maybe a five and twelve season. 
I'll be honest with you about that. Seeing them three and three, knowing they possibly could have been four and two, and maybe five and one if we didn't blow the Saints game. So if we're in the Rams game, close too. So in all six games this year, John, the Falcons have been in every game. In a play or two here and there, they could have won every game <laughs> as well. So I think that shows us positivity, knowing this is kind of like a year where we have Matt Ryan's dead cap on us $40.9 million. And we're playing with a roster that's not the roster that they want really to have. Then they in every game this year, brother. It's been unreal. I'm right there with you. I thought five and 12 was kind of like what I think this team could achieve. I thought it could be a little bit better, but it might actually hit what I think the ceiling is, which is, you know, 10 and seven, maybe 11 and six, if they get on a roll here, I know we're carrying so much dead cap right now. It's going to be so awesome when we can actually participate in free agency for once, but what a what a job Arthur Smith has done. He's got his guys buying in and playing so hard. Could have won every game. I think the Rams kind of blew it there to give us a chance. But, you know, could have had the Saints game. Uh, definitely could have had the Bucks game. But to be to be six and six and not really have all that many really, truly difficult games left is kind of amazing. I think after this weekend in Cincinnati, we don't go north of the Mason-Dixon line for the rest of the year, which for a dome team that runs the football, can't complain. No doubt, 100%, man. And, and you're getting the Bengals before it gets too cold, per se. So yeah. even another break for the, for the Falcons. And as you see, like, let's John, let's the Tampa game. Down 21 nothing, they could have folded in the tents that day. It's not our day. And they fought back and made it a game. You know, the Rams, like you said, the Rams made some mistakes. They could have folded the tent then and kept on fighting. So what I like in this team is the fight because, you know, I love DQ. I like Dan Quinn a lot as a person. I love talking to the guy. But his teams had in the end there, they tapped out. You know, our arts are letting those, these guys tap out the way they did on the, on the other day in Queen. No, they're not. I think what you're saying is like there's three games there where there's just a massive talent advantage the other way, you know, with the Rams, with the Bucks, with the 49ers, and not even be competitive, but you know, win one of them and almost win the other two. That's that's a testament of what's what's going on uh here in Flowery Branch for sure. No doubt, no doubt. And you know what? I I I like my man of uh, Algier and Huntley and Patterson's running game. I'm thinking, you know, John, this is maybe not the right thing to say out loud, but maybe keep Damian Williams on IR the rest of the year because I think Cordero, what he can do in the receiving game, I'll put him out in the receiver even more now, you know, and let Huntley and Algier run the ball, tote the rock there because I feel like having him as a threat on the outside there with Pitts and Drake London and with Zacchaeus could cause some problems. They're forcing their grouping, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, it's almost like we forgot that we even had Damian Williams there for, like, a minute. But it's been, like, one guy after another. You know, CP's on IR. We'll get him back here soon. But, you know, Algier's been coming in just uh, guns a-blazing from BYU. He's been fantastic. Huntley's been tremendous. I think it's just, like, as long as the Falcons can run the football – 
they can dictate terms in games. They can speed up the pace of the game. They can limit possessions, you know, not make Mariota have to make all the plays. The fact that he can run is huge. Plus, Arthur Smith's an offensive lineman. Offensive linemen love running the football. People, people are paying uh, a lot of attention to this team, if you can believe it or not, across the league. No doubt. And you know what? Uh, speaking of the old line, I was going to throw out Mark Mariota, but the, the beers after the game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean that was cool and cool to have beers after the game in the in the, in the nice little pavilion over there. I saw locker room over there in Mercedes, Mercedes. It was fun to see that the guys having fun and, like, seeing guys' hard work pay off, you know, and getting them to believe in his vision. Because, you know, um, I covered the Titans for a little while as well. So I understand that variable culture and, you know, what Marcus dealt with in Tennessee is, but to see Art not go full variable here and be more, you know, loose like that, it's fun because I was fearful that he would try to be too like, much like, like Mike, too much like Mike Vrabel in Tennessee, who he worked for. But I'm saying he's kind of, so that's something Vrabel would never do. So I'm seeing Art kind of not being that shell the way Vrabel is was all serious all, all the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, he didn't go too machismo there. But I think keep in mind with Art, like he'd been in Nashville for like a decade. He had been on three different staffs, you know, I think with Munchak, Malarkey, and then Vrabes. Like all three kind of like to run the ball, but there's, you know, there's different wrinkles there. So it's cool that he's been able to carve out his own niche about how, you know, he wants to, you know, use the offense and, you know, his point of attack. And I guess back to the beer celebration, I saw that it was like they got to win and they got to have 100 yards on the ground. And um, they accomplished both. And it wasn't some hokey stunt for like, you know, maybe, yes, there was some Bud Light there. But like it felt pretty authentic and it felt pretty cool. And I think that was uh, I brought a smile to my face to see the guys genuinely happy for each other. Yes. And, and I hope there would mean the more our fans show up to games, because you know, it, it burns my soul, John, when I see, you know, more Niners fans and more Browns fans in the house. And I remember the Matt Ryan days when he had to go to Silent County, his own home stadium. That is sickening. But I'm hoping with more the more people get behind his team and see what they're doing, we'll have more people go coming inside and selling tickets, not standing outside when what have you, and get make some noise for the Falcons inside of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium there. Absolutely. This is a this is a fun team to get behind. I think it's you know, it's, it's about the work. It's about putting in the effort. And they, they kind of play a style of ball that a lot of really good teams across the league do. You, you, yes, you see some Tennessee here. You see a little bit of, um, you know, the fun and running stuff with Baltimore. You even see a little bit of Philadelphia, which makes me very excited because that's the, that's the best team in the league right now to kind of see that, like, we're doing a lot of what the best teams in the league are doing right now. Um, Makes you kind of feel like you're almost cutting edge, even though you're just running the ball a lot. No doubt. And I feel like running the ball helps save the defense, too, because let's be honest, defense on the field too much, they'll get exposed, you know. So, and Marcus Mariota been able to do the read option the way good as he, he does. And having that really a triple threat with him running or hand it off or pop a pass behind the RPO there, and he does a great job with the zone reads, you know, just, hey, if you crash down, I'm going. If you don't, I'm going to hand it off. We're running inside zone here off of that. So, yeah, I think 
him, his threat with his legs, and how he knows how to run that zone read is really, really helpful the Falcons. So keep keep the clock going or keep us controlling the ball, keeping defense off the field, keeping them in games. Yeah, I was like watching the game, you know, on the, the Fox telecast, and there was a couple of times when he would do that zone read where like it would fool the camera. And there was a couple of them like, okay, I don't think they're running like, you know, a draw here. There's Marietta scampering like 12 yards to the outside in the complete opposite direction. Uh, that was the best game he's played in Falcons uniform by far. It, for like a minute there, if you can close your eyes and you can convince yourself that red is green, you think you're watching like Oregon Marietta there for a minute. And, uh, you know, that brought a smile to my face because he's been through a lot and it's been exciting to see him, you know, finally get that opportunity again to redeem himself after he hit the fan in Nashville, I think. Three years yeah. ago, in a day of set of Sunday's game, which you know that's why I think he was playing up so much. No doubt, no doubt, man. You know what? Um, I remember Marcus and Tennessee because I had covered the team up there for a little while, and I feel like he was pressing up there. He was he was he was, he was trying to justify being the pick that he was. So he was pressing, and people in Nashville gave him a hard time too. You know, so it was always a problem. You know, it's just. I feel bad for I feel bad for him. I'm happy for him here in, in Atlanta, succeeding the way he is, and hopefully, John will calm some of those on the, 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 the Twitter heads who call for Ritter every week. <laughs> calm them down a little bit, there, man. I've been a little guilty of that myself, just because I know the player that Ritter was at Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati made the playoff. That shouldn't that shouldn't ever happen. He's a he's a very talented player. He grew up idolizing. Ryan Tannehill. So, you know, obviously it translates really well, uh, you know, into the offense the Falcons are running now with with Art and Rags. But like, you know, Mariota did win the Heisman. Mariota did go number two overall. He did start. He did win playoff games. He's not he's not some scrub out there. He's a really talented player. Just, you know, had a had a tough go there initially in Nashville. I mean, I think when he got drafted, that was not like a talented team. It was like him and Derrick Henry were like the two big pieces. Yes. And you still had, I think you still had Delaney Walker at that point, but you know, you hadn't drafted Lawan. You hadn't really, you hadn't really, maybe you had Lawan at that point, but like it wasn't, it's not the Titans we know now. No doubt. You know, they made some news with Tennessee, which hurts us in Atlanta because they built a new, a new stadium up there. So no, that means we have to compete with them for Super Bowls now. Nashville and Atlanta for Super Bowls now. So they build a stadium in Tennessee now, uh, a dome there, actually, which is interesting. But, you know, it's funny to see that happen. And Dean P's defense, John, I, I think that, you know, I like what he does, disguising things. And as I put he 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 goes, we're trying to get matchups on the line for Ray Jerry and those guys. And they're not getting after it. And I feel like with Hayward going down, uh, Oliver coming back, it might be a little bit more blitzing, maybe, maybe, maybe play some more shell or behind it because you know Hayward. I know he's an older player, but he makes he makes plays, and you know seeing him I go down with the injury he had, sad to see. But I'm thinking Coach Pete's can scheme him up and keep him in the game as well. Yeah, that injury is significant. I mean, he was playing well. He was fired up to be back. You know, in Georgia, you know the, the Perinata former Vanderbilt star. You know, he's back. He's back home playing up, and his team's playing well, and he goes down. Now he's got to go on IR. I think he was playing a big part in really helping A.J. Terrell ascend his stardom. I think he's well on his way. And I think through the first uh, six weeks, the uh, 
the, the secondary has been really what's caught my eye. I feel like he's can really trust them. Say, this is our strongest unit back there. We can, uh, we can cover a little bit better to give our pass rush, you know, the confidence it needs to finally get going. Cause you know, once the, once the front seven really figures it out from a pass rushing standpoint, uh, this team's going to be very, very hard to beat just because, you know, you'll have not necessarily like a complete defense, but a defense playing completely in sync with each other. No doubt. And, you know, I, I don't know about you. I felt so, – it's not the same, but I felt vindicated since us beat Kyle Shanahan knowing he cost us a Super Bowl. Yeah. So I felt good about that, see him get his butt kicked, you know, for, you know, Sunday. I know some people who who's like, oh yeah, we got we got him back. But that won't be that be the same. But this we beat him. His team was the born team in the defense, defensively, we beat him. And you know, I, I think it's a good thing, you know, to show, hey, we can beat anybody on on given any certain on good day, we do the right things. We got this thing, and you know, and Jimmy G went went Jimmy G and Debo's a great player. Keep him in check too. Mm-hmm. I think you, you are right. It was vindication. I mean, it was certainly vindication for the likes of uh, Jake Matthews and Grady Jarrett who were on that field. I don't know if there's anybody else who's still remaining from that team, but fan base saw that and we're just like, come on, Kyle, can you just, can you just try for like one more quarter? I know you're, I know we all know you're linking up with, uh, with John Lynch here and you're going to California and you're going to be coaching a team your dad used to be part of. And that was great and everything. And what not opportunity and he earned it but like Mike this was been this was vindication and it was really satisfying because the 49ers might be the best team in the NFC West and I don't really think they're that good so you know I think that's maybe more credit to where the Falcons are at but um I don't know I just I think that that's the 49ers victory like I had not been this happy about a performance the Falcons have had probably since 2017 like it's it's been that long. Yes, I, I agree with you. I agree. I have not been happy. I've not been this satisfied since uh, February of seventeen. You're very much correct about that. <laughs> the same exact way. <laughs> you know, maybe the black clouds leaving us finally. You know, maybe it's leaving for good. I pray it is because uh, it's time turning around here and here in Atlanta for sure. And uh. I want to ask you this, man. You know, um, I I I know that hey, we're building this thing out. Who are some guys you've seen so far uh, this season that you think will, will, that we the Falcons definitely keep with all the count space we have next year? Because I feel like this I said this on the show a few times, John. This is a one year trial for all these guys to be in this this program going forward. So, who are some guys you've seen so far that you think we should bring back going forward to be a part of this thing, arts building with Terry Fontenot going forward? You know, I'm not really a cap expert by by any means. I would assume pretty much everybody's on a one year contract at this point. But uh, you know, it, it's kind of got some massive uh, major league vibes going around for sure. But uh, you know, I really. You know, I'm a I'm a Georgia grad, so I really want to see Lorenzo Carter do well here. I really feel like if he can play up to what he was coming out of Norcross and at UGA and at times with the Giants, I think that's a that's like a local story that I think a lot of people will really, really buy into. I'd love to see Hayward back, you know, even with his injury. Um, I really feel that like um, I really think Zacchaeus has been a pretty big part of our receiving core. I feel like he's got a really good role. He kind of reminds me a lot of 
gosh, I'm, blank, I'm blanking on his name. The, uh, the number three guy for the 16 team that was like uh, our gadget guy. He's kind of got a little bit of that to it. I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, I also feel that like, I know we did, I know we took down, uh, we, did, we declined his fifth year option. I think Caleb McGarry has been playing up. I really, it's been nice to see him really, you know, playing with a lot of confidence, you know, like Marietta, he's a West coast guy. It's probably a complete culture shock being here in the South and everything like that. You know, he's been playing really well and I've been, I've been happy to see him grow as the, uh, the season progresses. And those are just a few that I think are some guys that, you know, really have really stood out, have been consistent over the last month and a half for us, for sure. And last one, John, before you go, tell people how they can follow you on Fanside and all you articles you have there, a few people they can read and check out as you cover Atlanta sports. Yeah, I cover Atlanta sports. I specialize in NFL and the college football, brave stuff too. You know, Hawks are starting up, uh, write about them as well. You can find me on Twitter at Bueller118, B-U-H-L-E-R-118. And on fanside.com, I've got, I'm usually writing a handful of articles five days a week. Uh, usually you'll find my stuff on there between uh, Friday and Tuesday, uh, particularly with the NFL and college football, just fansided.com. Uh, just look for me there. And a lot of my other really great colleagues who write a lot of great stuff on sports all over the country and the world. That's what's up with John. Thank you for your time today, buddy. We got to do this again real soon. I enjoyed our chat. Must do this again down the road, my brother. I enjoyed it too. Thank you so much. All right. Be safe. See you soon, man. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Folks, football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. As your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB. MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag, that's B-E-T-O-L-I-N-E.ag to receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts, and also BetOnline sponsors the Boss Man Show on your radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.